The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle One sentence summary The power of now shows you that every minute you spend worrying about the future or regretting the past is a minute lost. Because really, all you have to live in is the present, the now, and gives you actionable strategies to start living every minute as it occurs. My favorite quote from the author is, Realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. Eckhart Tolle. Leading a very troubled and problematic life coined by many periods of serious depression, Eckhart Tolle found peace overnight, quite literally. Plagued by depressing late-night thoughts, he started questioning what it is that makes his life so unbearable and found the answer in his eye, the self generated from the power of his thoughts in his mind. The next morning he woke up and felt very much at peace because he'd somehow managed to lose his worrier self and live entirely in the now, the present moment. After spending several years doing nothing but enjoying his newfound peace, eventually people started asking him questions. So he answered. Eckhart started teaching and published The Power of Now in 1997, which eventually went on to become a New York Times bestseller in 2000 after Oprah Winfrey fell in love with it and recommended it. Here are three lessons from it to help you worry and regret less. 1. Life is just a series of present moments. 2. All pain is a result of resistance to the things you cannot change. 3. You can free yourself from pain by constantly observing your mind and not judging your thoughts. Ready for a trip to this beautiful palace called the present? Let's go! The Power of Now, Lesson 1 all life is, is a series of present moments. This answers the question, how can I look at life differently? If I asked 100 people to name the two most common bad feelings they can think of, 99 of them would probably respond with regret and anxiety. Wouldn't you? The reason we regret and worry about a lot of things lies in the way our minds work. The constant stream of consciousness and thoughts in our head, which plays 24-7 in our heads, is mostly preoccupied with two things, the past and the future. When you wake up 10 minutes too late in the morning, what's the first thing you, sh you think? Shit, I overslept, I wish I hadn't hit the snooze button. Closely followed by, oh no, now I'll be late for work, I'm sure my boss will yell at me. And voila, you've ruined at least the first half of your day. Toller says that the only important time is the one we think about the least, the present. The reason only the present matters is that everything happens here. Everything you feel and sense takes place in the present. When you think about it, the past is nothing more than all the present moments that have gone by, and the future is just a collection of present moments waiting to arrive. Therefore, living in any other moment than the present is useless. If your task is to hand in a research paper in 14 days, neither regretting all this time you procrastinated nor worrying about the big workload that's to come will actually help get you there. But if you just start solving the first tiny problem and come up with an outline, it's all downhill from there. The Power of Now, Lesson 2 Any pain you feel results from resisting the things you can't change. This answers the question, where does pain in our lives come from? I'm a big fan of Stoicism. Part of their philosophy includes the idea that the only pain you really suffer is the one you create yourself. 
Toller would surely agree, since he argues that pain is nothing more than the result of you resisting to all the things you cannot change. We think a lot about the future and the past, but can live only in the present, and have therefore no means to change many things from the other two that we're unhappy about. Then we fill the gap between these by developing a resistance to these things, which is what we experience as pain, whether psychological or physical. When you are angry, that anger usually makes you think and act less rational, which is more often not which more often than not results in a worse situation and thus more pain. But it's really all in your head. The power of now, lesson three. You can free yourself from pain by constantly observing your mind and not judging your thoughts. This answers the question, how can I beat myself up less? How then can you get rid of pain? Toller recommends two things. Number one, Constantly ask yourself, what will my next thought be? And number two, stop judging your thoughts and urges. The first strategy is based on an effect from physics, called the quantum Zeno effect. It says that you can freeze any system in its current state by constantly observing it. Asking yourself this question over and over will usually delay your actual next thought, thus giving you enough time to realize how much time you actually spend in autopilot mode. This way you can start interrupting your mind and thus separating from it. The second method is meant to help you listen to your body and learn to accept the constant nagging thoughts in your head about what you should be doing or not doing. The next time you do wake up late for work, just listen to that voice that says, you should have done better, but don't act on it. Notice it, see it, accept that it's there, but don't give in to its advice. These two tools will help you separate your body from your always-on, thought-driven mind, after which you'll be in less pain, because you resist the things you can't change a lot less. My personal takeaways from the power of now for 2017. I personally was introduced to this book uh, via a friend who read it and who thought it was really, really great. I started reading the book and I think I read about half of it and then later revisited the summary on Blinkist for this book <clears throat> because I found it dragged the book itself dragged it dragged out a little bit and when I read the blinks and I had this more concise version of what actually the lessons are I it really started to click for me that uh, Eckhart Tolle and the message of the power of now actually makes a lot of sense so I'm not a very big mindfulness and meditation kind of guy. It's not really my thing, but I do agree with all the messages those sent because they're very similar, as you can see from the the connection to physics we made in the third lesson, that um, what the end result is, is that you can sort of observe your state of thought in your mind. And that's really powerful and that's all mindfulness tries to get you to do, to notice and see what happens and what kind of feelings you're having when you're having negative thoughts and then just being able to step back and say, whoa, I'm going to look at this, I'm going to observe it, but I'm not going to react to it and just let it pass through. And it's sort of like stepping out of this stream of consciousness that you can think of like cars on the highway going, 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 going in one big, long sort of line. And then just stepping out of that and looking at it from the outside and saying, hmm, I can just let that pass by. 
It's a very, very interesting co concept. And even though this book might not seem like it, it's also a book that will make you more productive and allow you to focus on work more. So there's a lot to explore here. I really like the message. I just think that the way of transporting it in such a spiritual way is not necessarily how I respond to it the best way. But especially if you love spirituality and mindfulness, this book is awesome. Go for it.